Hi guys. Before we start, we just wanted to say that if you like the podcast, it would be really helpful if you could subscribe, leave a star rating and ideally a review. Enjoy the show. Kill the Beast present Eglantine Whitechapel Supernatural Detective. Case File 4, 1967, Nassau Bananas. I'm sorry, that's wrong. The Bananas. Okay, it's quitting time. Jean, get me a Bahama split. Oh, Finnegan, I can't tell you how much I've waited for this moment. Water? After all these years, we finally managed to get away together. No agency, no mission, no... Distractions. Towel? I still can't believe Tuppence gave us the time off. I almost feel guilty being away just when the world feels like it's falling apart around us. Laces? Damn the world, Eglantine. Let it burn. As long as I'm here with you, nothing else matters. Spit? I know there's a lot we need to talk about, but I'm glad to have you in my corner after all these years, Finnegan. Not going soft on me, are you, Eggy? Perhaps it's time I let my guard down for once. Eglantine, that's crazy talk. Keep your elbows in and your fists up. I wouldn't have you any other way. You're a good man, Vic. Good partner. Gloves? I'll always have your back, Eggy. Gum shield. Perhaps it's about time you had my front as well, Vic. Oh, Whitechapel. Kiss me! Now, put this up your nose. It'll stop the bleeding. Round four, ladies and gents, round four. Come on then, pretty lady. Time for me to crush you like tiny pie. Go get him, Eggie. You always said I was a knockout. Remember the rules, fighters. This is a bare-knuckle round, so please remove your gloves. Just the gloves, miss. For God's sake, Eglantine, give the man a chance at a fair fight. Ha! I'm Eglantine Whitechapel. I don't do partial nudity. Fine. You want fair fight? You got one. (gasps) Mummy, I'm scared! Let's go. Fine, I'll accept it. Contenders, ready? Always. Ready? I burst out of my mother's chest cavity, ready? All right. Release the bears! Go get him, Eggie. Oh, well, I wasn't expecting her to go straight for the... Wow, that bone is not going to reset well. Eggie, ovulating grizzly, seven o'clock. Oh, now she's seen her and... Oh, well, I've never seen a bear acknowledge a human as an alpha before. Now they're hunting as a pack. Clever girls. Oh! Biting? Really? What is this? Chumney's school for overprivileged boys? Have some respect! I thought it would take longer to disembowel seven fully grown bears, but sure. Don't touch the hair. She'll play fair and square unless you touch the hair. And he's touching the hair. Yep. Yep, and he's dead. Every time. And the winner, with seven dead bears and a decapitated Russian, is... The Chest from the West, Eglinton!
Chapel! Your trophy, madam? About time I built an extension to the awards cabinet. <gasps> the old cupboard must be overflowing by now. Oh, did I say cabinet? I meant property. The awards property. Hello? What in the name of Zeus's cape is that? Hello, can you hear me? Whitechapel, it's coming from your trophy. My God, a haunted trophy. Came across one in an archery tournament in Quito in 62. Dangerous things. Agents, come in. Finnegan, it's Tuppence. Oh, I understand completely. We'll get you out of there, Tuppence. It's not haunted, it's a transmitter. Looks like the agency knew I'd win the fight. You versus seven bears? You'd be crazy to bet any other way. Agents, for the last time, come in. Reading you loud and clear, Tuppence. Agent Whitechapel, excellent. I'm so glad I found you. This better be good. No one interrupts Eglantine Whitechapel on holiday, unless they're Lyndon B. Johnson asking for his wife runs back. Uh, Miss Whitechapel. And if it is Lyndon, you can tell him he can't have them. I like wearing them, because they're comfortable. Agents, we've had a report of strange goings-on in the Caribbean. A number of our ships have gone missing. Look, we could chit-chat about naval disappearances all afternoon like a couple of regular gal pals down the salon. But I'm on vacation. We're on vacation. Together? Oh, God. We're finally cracking the toughest case of all. Love. Art goblins. Oh, sorry, yes, love, of course. Apologies, Tuppence, but there's not a mission in the world that can tear me away from tearing off this man's tweed slacks. Then I suppose it won't interest you, Whitechapel, that the disturbances are happening inside the Bermuda Triangle. Wait, what did you say? Government ships have gone missing, Whitechapel. Radar is picking up unusually large below-water activity, and we suspect a Soviet... Oh, you don't need to say it. Well, you do tend to jump to conclusions. A Kraken. No, a Soviet submarine kitted out with the very latest... A hypnopsychotic sea beast loose in the most cursed plot of water the world has ever seen. That's a great story, Tuppence, but we're on annual leave. Eglantine, let's get this trophy home and get you into the tub. Tuppence, book us onto the next boat. Eggy, don't make me do it. Do what? This. Mummy, I'm scared! Finnegan... Put down my magnificent prize. All right, fine. And what should I do with the trophy? Tuppence, we'll be on the shore at dawn. Well, there she is. The indefatigable. The finest pleasure boat in the world. But we're going up against a militarized sea beast. We need cannons, rigging, disposable men to die in battle. But instead, we're stepping aboard the cocktail cruiser. Eglantine, songs from the shows, drinking till dawn. Dangerous, but complimentary jet skis. Who cares about the mission? We can finally have the holiday we always dreamed of. Holiday. Yeah. Har. Har. Whitechapel, don't look now, but I think that salty old sea dog is laughing at us. Yeah, you've nothing to fear from me, boy. Tis the sea ye need be fearing. She's a fickle mistress, cold of heart and wet of pants. I think I know who you're talking about. Is her first name Tanya? We appreciate your local colour, senor, but we have a boat to catch. These are dangerous waters, senorita. To go out there ye must be braver than some, but more foolish than most. Well, thank you. Taller than many, but shorter than me. We... Louder than a mouse, but heavier than... Uh, uh, bin. Most 
bin. A empty bins. What are you talking about, you mad old fool? To be honest, I lost my train of thought. But the point is, it ain't unusual for ships to be lost at sea in these parts. But recently, more and more boats ain't coming home. Some men say they've seen a pair of strange glowing lights offshore. Like huge eyes. Yes, huge they were. Lights with very powerful wattage. Or very powerful sea magic. What? These lights, or fiery pupils of doom, as I shall now be calling them, tell me, were they of a deep reddish hue? No, Senor Eager. They were white. Light lights. Which is what they were. Sure, sure. I appreciate the authorities will be trying to keep the whole sea beast angle quiet. You think they made a song and dance about it when Nessie swallowed the Royal Scottish Fishing Fleet hole in 1962? No, they didn't. The Beatles tried to release their jive number, Nessie down, 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 oh damn, Nessie's got your boat, but the government quashed the release. Whoa, Nessie down, 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 oh damn, Nessie's got your boat. Oh, Nessie, oh, Nessie, those fishermen ain't gonna float. Thank you, Finnegan, and thank you for the information, senor. We'll let you get back to your nets, your sea shanties, and your catch of the day. Oh, I see. I'm sorry? Typical small-minded city folk. You think because I talks like this and delight in spinning yarn to the sea, I must be a fisherman. You're not. No. Actually, I runs a small marketing firm which specializes in communications between suppliers and B2B account managers in cleaning services. I'm so sorry. You're not the first. For many years now, me and my wife, Janice, have been battling stereotypes. Sir, you appear to be pointing at a trout. Oh, I see. Just because I talks like this, I'm on a small B2B marketing firm. I must be married to a woman. Janice is as fine a life partner as a man could ask for. And we won't let your small-mindedness get in the way of our pleasure. Now, if you don't mind... Janice and I need to prepare a short presentation for a conference in Wandsworth four days from now. Come along, Janice. Back in the tank. We need to send those invoices. Well. Shall we, uh... Yes. Onward. To the finest pleasure boat to be found on the seven seas. Oh, Nessie, down, down, down. Oh, damn, Nessie's got your board. Oh, Nessie, oh, Nessie, you crazy girl. Those fishermen ain't gonna float. Oh, Nessie, down, down, down. Oh, damn, Nessie's got your board. Oh, Nessie, oh, Nessie, you crazy girl. Those fishermen ain't gonna float. Good morning, cruisers. Or as we say here on the Indefatigable, great morning, cruisers. So, today on Level 3, there's a lovely exhibition on moths from enthusiast Lawrence Paste. And for all your adrenaline junkies out there, there's always the Bool Alley on the poop deck. Because no one's ever too cool to Bool. Well, I never. All these years wasted thinking I was too cool to Bool. Whitechapel, we must rent a Bool... I want to say arena immediately. Victory, we've no time for games. I'm ready to work. And judging by those assless chaps, so are you. Now, where did I put my lasso? I think I saw it on the shag under the Ferrero Rocher by that poster of Lyndon B. Johnson we were using as a towel. Oh, Lyndon. 
How those jowls get my motor racing. Fancy another spin around the shag? It was a great night, Vic, but now it's time to drop that cutthroat razor and wipe the shaving cream off your crotch. But, Eggie, I'm almost as smooth as a whistle. We've got bigger fish to fry, Victory. Or should I say, bigger cephalopods to catch. Egg, it's a beautiful morning. We're on a pleasure ship. How about we forget this whole CB situation and just spend the day together? That Martha exhibition sounded top draw. We are together, Vic, and we're never better together than when we're on a case. We're not on a case, Whitechapel. We're on vacation. I can handle being pushed aside when we're on the clock, but this, when it's supposed to be our time, that just takes the biscuit. The last biscuit. The last one on the plate. The one that no one dares take because they're too polite. But they're hungry. We're all hungry. The whole damn world's hungry. But if we just start taking the last biscuit like animals, then what the hell did we win the war for anyway? You want to talk biscuit taking? How about a man, an agent, putting his emotions before his duty? It's a shame they don't make gutless chaps. They'd suit you very well. I just want to spend time with you, Egg. I want to see if this, the two of us, could be something real. Real is out there, Vic. It's in the ocean. It's an enormous world-slaying monster that we have to destroy. She said you'd be like this. Who? No one. Oh. (sighs) I don't care about her, Egg. Not anymore, but she's right. Say it. Say her name. Say it if she's nothing to you. I won't. You mean you can't. She's gone now, Egg. That's the point. It's just you and me, and that's all I want it to be. Admit it, Vic. You need a girl who will come simpering back every time you need a tummy rub or a reasonably priced two-story bungalow. That's not me, Vic. It never was. Hello again, cruises. Just your five-minute reminder for Mr. Paste's Moth Odyssey. And for all you geometrists on board, get your set squares at the ready, for we are now entering the Bermuda Triangle. That's my cue. Time to save the world. Wait, Egg, let me just put some trousers on and I... Ha! That's just what LBJ said. Goodbye, Vic. Which is why you'll find the best way to attract a lesser spotted spotted moth is to take a boiled ham, smother it in ash, and punch it right up inside a recently deceased cat. <laughs> Not what I would call a tasty lunch, but then... <laughs> I'm not a moth. <laughs> no. Moving on to moth washing. Excuse me, you there. Where can I find the captain? Shh, I'm listening to Mr. Paste. Don't play dumb with me, Missy. No one's listening to Mr. Paste. I heard that. Look, this ship's in the danger zone. Any minute now, we're going to be dragged to our watery graves by a hungry kraken. A what? A kraken. Probably unfamiliar unless you've read the ancient texts. Tell me, sir, do you read hieroglyph? Well, no. I suspected as much. And I can also surmise from the protrusion on your thumb that you, sir, are an accountant. You're 21 years old and pursuing a hobby in paragliding that your father, a refrigerator salesman from North Wales, wholly despises. I'm 45. And you, girl, you ride horses from a travelling circus. What gave it away? Well, nothing really, except, of course, the slight bow at the knees, the groove under your chin from years of wearing a helmet, 
and that inescapable stench of dung. I clean the lifeboats. Yep, I see it all, always have. But don't you worry, there's nothing I haven't witnessed when it comes to sea monsters. I once saw an adolescent hydra hump a boy. A boy? With a you. With a what? Never mind, where's the captain? You'll need to head to the bridge. Turn right out of here and go to level 12. Thank you, young man. I'm 45. It's happening. What the hell is that? <gasps> Whitechapel! Perhaps she's in danger! No, Finnegan, old boy, that's exactly what she wants you to think. And you're not going up there with a wet moustache, either. She can't know you've been crying. No. She doesn't get to own your tears. What is going on, Corporal Gwent? Our raiders are picking up something enormous. It could be an iceberg, Captain. No iceberg has ever been a threat to a ship. You're mad! But the sonar, Captain! Exactly! Sonar, so good! Christ, I took this as a retirement gig. Pina coladas. And as many bellboys as I wanted, they said. The contract was written on a birthday cake. I signed with icing, God damn it! And would you turn this bloody music down? That's not music, sir. It's an alarm. Alarma, really? Usually quite docile creatures, llamas. Have to say, love the wool, hate the singing. No, sir, you don't quite understand. Sir. Well, that's age for you. Never get old, Gwent. Beetles, monkeys, now it's llamas. Sometimes it feels like Noah's bloody ark in here. Oh, God, we're losing speed. Roman! Roman! There are no oars on this ship, sir. The oars have gone now, have they? Oh! doomed. My old heart can't take another maritime disaster. The Admiralty already thinks I'm cursed. You know they call me the Albatross, the Unlucky Lobster, the Black Finch. Don't forget coffee breath, sir. Yes, the truest ones hurt the most. You, Captain, how, how did, did I know, know you I were the, the captain? captain? An interesting question. Perhaps because your buttons are buffered ever so slightly shinier than everyone else's. Oh, very good. I thought it was because it's written on my hat. Tell me. And tattooed across my inner. Tell me, Cappy, what are we dealing with here? Well, I've never known anything like it, not anything like it. There's something out there, something submerged, which suggests it isn't an iceberg. Perhaps another ship, or maybe a submarine. Size? Oh, this reminds me of my wartime days, all right. The finest tracking, the most precise measurements you can imagine. Initial readings suggest about 15 meters in length. In elephants, Corporal! What's that in elephants? About five, sir. Five elephants. Never in all my years. Stand tall, Captain. If what your Norwegian friend here says is true, you've got yourselves a sea beast. But, miss... Call all your men to the top deck and bring as many harpoon guns as you can muster. <gasps> Wait, what's that? There, that green dot on the sonar. What is that? We've got ourselves another one. No, no, that's a smaller vessel. Oh, that's the sexiest boat I've ever seen. Oh, God. It's... Oh, God. It's... Thank you for the lift, Senor Bacalao. Nurry your problem, miss. Now, Janice and I need to get back to the presentation. It's a long way to Wandsworth. Come along, Janice. Janice? Well, best of luck. I hope you don't mind, but there was a trout on deck, so I tossed it overboard. Very cruel to give a fish out of water. Johnny! She's just a devil woman with evil on her mind. Beware the devil. Scum. Edlund, 
Valentine. You'll have to help. It's Scarlet. I think she's near. My quiff started tingling and... Oh. Hello, Scarlet. Vic. My, 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 look at you. I never saw you as an assless chap. It's kind of mad. Well, that's because you've always refused to open your eyes during... People can change, Vic. Actually, that's what I came here to talk to you about. He's not interested in talking to someone whose hat is made of meringue. It's an egg white trilby. Thank you for noticing. Whitechapel Tuppence just called. They have found blueprints that suggest the vessel is a Soviet super sub. Oh, gosh, another adorable little case. How splendid for you both. It must keep you so busy and apparently unmoisturized. Some of us are trying to make the world a better place, Scarlet. Some of us are earning 40% commission based on an average sales success rate of 94%. God, that's good. Some of us have listings in places as far flung as Tonga, Winnipeg, and Midwich. Where's that? <laughs> Perhaps you should ask the England cricket team. They should know. They all live there. Even wicketkeeper Steve Watling? He owns the old post office. Christ, that sounds idyllic. Don't get excited, Whitechapel. You couldn't afford it. What did you say? Get back! I've got case! Case! Why don't you do us all a favor and crawl back where you came from? And where's that? My apartment in Mayfair? My estate in the Dordogne? My cottage in Cogsbury? Where's Cogsbury? Perhaps you should ask four-time Grand National winner, racing jockey Ian Puck. Lucky Pucky? Converting the vicarage. Finnegan, do you think you can stop locating racing jockeys long enough for us to get back to this case, or... Whitechapel, I've told you, it's a Soviet sub. Simple as that. The captain's in control and there's not much we can... Oh, I see. You'd rather stay here and talk chocolate sprinkles with precious Madame Cupcake. My God, the eyes, it's surfacing. Prepare for attack. Eglantine, please, can we just have one conversation that doesn't end with the phrase prepare for attack? Absolutely not. You go, Eglantine. It's clear this is far more important. I can keep it warm for you in the meantime. Oh, God, that smell, is that red velvet? I call it scarlet sponge. Oh, do whatever you like, both of you. Gwent, Gwent. Yes, miss? I'm ready to take on the beast, alone if I have to. Do you have those harpoons? We need to blind it if we've got a damn chance in hell. I'm going in. You can't blind a submarine, miss. <gasps> Looks like it's charging up. Oh my god, they aren't lights. They're lasers. <laughs> oh, they missed, thank god. But that was a close call. How close, Corporal? Very, sir. About one baby elephant. My Ganesha's trunk, that's close. Lasers? The texts never mentioned this. Something else is going on. <gasps> Tuppence was right. That's not a kraken. It's a weaponized Soviet kraken. Give me that harpoon. hi Vic, I'm... Sorry for showing up like this, uninvited and covered in buttercream. It's just such a shame that Eglantine can't seem to see what I do. And what's that? That you're a man worth slathering yourself in grease for. To give her credit, she does that on an almost daily basis. I remember one time we were in a nude prison gang. She... Vic, you're not listening to me. I was wrong about you, about us. Daddy always taught me that if you want something, you can either blackmail the local authorities until they eventually kill themselves, or you can go and get it yourself. Maybe I'll just have to do this the old-fashioned way. Wait, what's that small satin box? Why on earth are you sinking down onto one knee? Scarlet, is something the matter? Are you seasick? Guards! Guards! I am sick, Vic, but I'm not seasick. I'm lovesick. 
Well, I never, Cruzels. If you can drag yourself away from your boo, I'd really recommend coming up to the starboard deck where some absolutely unbelievable scenes are taking place. Oh, great. Just what I need. A terrified audience. Don't worry, everyone. I'm moments away from victory. Victory? What do you say? Die, beast! Down to the watery embrace of oblivion! That magnificent woman right there is doing something I never thought I'd see. Take that, you salty fiend! I love you, Victory Greendown Finnegan. I saw this ring. Is that... Pure English lambswool. And I thought... Vic hates foreigners. God help me, I do. Will you make me the happiest woman alive who has an ever-expanding repertoire of quality apartments and exquisite barn conversions? I'm sorry, Scarlet, but Eglantine, she... She doesn't get you, Vic. She doesn't care about you. She left you to go and play submarine Barbie, and that's never going to change. She doesn't let you go days without wearing underarm deodorant. She says she doesn't want my scent interfering with her predator's must. She doesn't let you go on and on about the merits of lukewarm ale and the rules of billiards. It's the only sport where formal wear's obligatory. She doesn't let you eat biscuits over the sink. You've always made me do that. Exactly, Vic. You know it's me or her. So who's it going to be? A woman with a pleasingly humble chest and an estate agency empire as long as her legs? Or a crazy barbarian currently tackling a Soviet submarine with a harpoon and what looks like some rather hefty underwiring? Father would say I should stick to what I know. And what do you know, Vic? I know that those underarm sprays give me a... Rash as red as your name. Oh, yes. I know that a Sunday is poorly spent if you aren't clustered around a billiards table with a pint of Portleby Stout. Yes, Vic, yes. I know how to eat biscuits over the sink whilst you tut at me across a Sunday paper. Kiss me, Vic. My God, that's a lucky man. If I had a woman like that, I'd be the happiest corporal alive. I may only be an expert in moths, but even I can see that she's the finest woman on God's green earth. Sir, I'd like to shake your hand. Oh, please. I'd like to buy you a drink. Well... I'd like to present you with this maritime medal for the ownership of an extremely handsome woman. Goodness, thank you, gentlemen. May Poseidon preserve you, sir. <laughs> I did it. It's dead. Another victory for Agent Eglantine Whitechapel. Uh, listen, everyone. I wasn't proposing to that kraken. I was simply dismembering it and sending it to its death. Miss, miss, that glamorous cakey woman there just asked that man to be her husband. You think that's a glamorous nude woman? Well, I didn't say nude. This is a glamorous nude woman. Just so romantic. Did you ever see anything like it? No. No, I can't say I have. Aren't you going to stick around and celebrate, miss? The captain's gone to get champagne. Fifteen elephants worth, he says. There's not much for me to celebrate, young man. I'm 45. No. Victory never wanted a woman who was going to 
push him overboard and force him to fight with everything he had. He wanted a day in the sun and a mouthful of buttercream. Miss, where are you going? Where I always go in times like this. The sunset. I was an idiot to think that this could end any other way. Don't you at least want your clothes? I'm faster than you! Come one, come all, to the banquet hall. Tonight we feast on calamari in honor of the queen of the sea, Scarlet Schwartz. <laughs> Wait. Wait, Scarlet, this isn't... You're right. We're not matching. Fetch me a whisk. I need to whip up a frangipan fedora for my fiancé. No, I mean, we need to wait. We need to take some time. This is a big decision. This just feels wrong, like when Mother used to make up my face. Come on, Vic. You can't possibly be saying no to me. No, I, I'm not saying no. I just... I'm not saying yes, either. Look, I, I need time to think time to work out what kind of man I am and what kind of man I want to be, whether I believe in submarines or sea beasts. What about icebergs? Are they real? Will you women stop asking me questions for one damn minute? This is what I mean, Scarlet. I need to find peace and quiet away from the desperate yearnings of countless sexy ladies to figure things out. And there's only one place I can go to do it. Victory! This is unacceptable. You are not just going to leave me here. Where do you think you're going? Where I always go in times like this. The sunset. No! Victory! Why does no one ever use the complimentary jet skis? Sometimes I don't know why I bother. Thank you for listening to Eglantine Whitechapel Supernatural Detective. Kill the Beast are David Cumming, Clem Garrity, Natasha Hodgson, Oliver Jones and Zoe Roberts. Find us at killthebeast.co.uk or on Twitter and Instagram at kill underscore beast. Until next time.